to make a church bell out of a bank window. Kitchens meant more to the masses back in the day, and before that, we had no enemy. Somewhere in America, the prison bus is running on time. You want to lose that job before the revolution hits? Somewhere I won't be home for breakfast. Everyone out here now knows my name, and I won't be turned against for at least four months. Hello and welcome to Conversations with Dwyer. I'm Matt Dwyer. This is a music podcast, but today it's a little something different. It is a music podcast. It's also a poetry podcast, and it's also a social political podcast. This is part two of my conversation that I did with Tongo Eisen Martin. He was a guest a few months ago, and we talked for an extended period of time. I put the part two on my Patreon But I felt like because this is being released on Thanksgiving 2022, I thought I should release, publish the rest of this conversation because we talked, not only did we talk about poetry and music and life, we also talked about capitalism, revolution, colonialism, capitalism, and these are all very important topics, and I think especially today. And I feel like if it's Thanksgiving, I can't just release something and not pretend it's not Thanksgiving, which is really a horrible, terrible fucking holiday. <laughs> it's great to be grateful for the people you love and the things you have and the life you live. But let us not forget what this day is really steeped in. Am I right? So I thought uh, it would be great to continue the conversation with uh, Tongo. He's an incredible writer. The song, the music that played me in, by the way, is called Church Bell. It is from a project he did called Loan with a friend of his. Um, and you could reach that on Bandcamp. And in the show notes are links to Tango's books and uh, his work. If And if you haven't heard my part one with him, please, I'll, I'll put the link to that in the show notes. Please go and listen to that um, because, man, I just... Uh, the man makes me speechless. He's he's such a great writer and speaker and human being, and uh, we talk about revolution and things that need to be discussed, and he really has a great way of, I don't clearly saying everything, and I just bumble around like a fucking moron. Um, it's a really great episode. Like I said, uh, it was a part two on a Patreon. If you would have been a Patreon subscriber, you would have already heard this. $5 a month gets you all my part twos, bonus material, all kinds of stuff. Go to the mattdwyer.com for all things Matt Dwyer merch. Um, but other than that, oh, yeah, here's another important thing I did. I recently released an album with Sub Pop and produced it with along with Adam McKay, where I curated, along with Sub Pop, 20 songs for the Climate Emergency Fund. All proceeds go to the Climate Emergency Fund. Uh, if you pay attention to climate news, it's uh, we're in a dire situation and we got to do what we can. And that was one thing I knew I could do to help wa- raise awareness and money. There's a ton of great artists on it. It's a 20, I won't, but like Fake Fruit, Sunny in the Sunsets, Deer Hoof, Moby, Mud Honey, uh, the Death Valley Girls, Shannon Lay, a lot of people who've been on the podcast before. So the only one who, but when it's all said and done, the only one who won't have done the podcast is Moby out of the 20 artists. And maybe I'll get Moby on. I don't know. His song is really great. I just want to say that he really put in some great thought. He wanted to know who the other artists were, what the tone was, so he could submit a proper something that fit, which I thought was really cool. So props to fucking Moby on that one. And it's a badass tune. I won't lie to you. 
It's a fucking badass tune. Speaking of badass dudes, let us get on to the conversation. Uh, I hope I didn't leave anything out. Uh, I, I, uh, Tango Martin, Eisen Martin, is an incredible, just, just poet and human and writer. Uh, so please enjoy this part two of my conversation. The cop in the picket line is a hard working rookie. The sign in my hands is getting more and more laughs. It says the picket line got cops in it. I can take care of those windows for you if you want, but somebody else got to go inside your gas tank. It was clear to the man. Self rewriting while you perform or discovering things you would change or any of that when. So, you know, I, I tend to, like, I know I'm already kind of out there. And, and so I'm always, even before it gets to an audience, I usually edit to, like, you know, the reader, like, the reader is your friend, is my general editing philosophy. <laughs> and if you know you're already pushing, you know, I, 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 look, for, I look for lines that even jar me a little bit. And either uh, edit them or get 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 rid of them. Sometimes, um, like over over time, a poem will will I'll, I'll change the way I say it a little bit to uh, to to make so so that because there's some there's some things that on the page you can't you can't translate or or I mean it, it, you have to translate with a different connection. Um, So like, for example, I I have a poem where I say, um, uh, what is it, what is it? Um, uh, Down to my last, down to my last five bucks is what I call this shoe. (laughs) 10 o'clock political education is what I call this dream. I got the job is what I call this blues. Two days later is what I call a cliff, but now how it originally was written on pa- uh, on on uh, paper was uh, down to my last five bucks. M dash a shoe. You see, ten o'clock political education, a dream. I got the job, a blues. You feel me? So 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 you know, but people weren't. I know people weren't. It, it wasn't it, it it wasn't coming across right, um, and and so I I started saying is what I call is what I call, um, but that's that's pretty rare, and you know that's kind of the challenge or or that's the fun of of performing to figure out a way, almost you know I kind of got this from the shake looking at. Shakespearean actors are really uh, looking at my brother Reed Shakespeare <laughs> um, or, or, or watching my brother perform Shakespeare how you know I can't keep up right but a good actor when doing Shakespeare will kind of teach you what they are saying with the presentation and so we have the same we have the same opportunity as poets um, even actually even even better, even easier because it's you wrote it, you know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about and, and it's so it's kind of like you know performing as opportunity to teach the poem is definitely a kind of an approach um gig to gig that that I like to 
that I like to employ. So a lot of the poems are kind of untouched in a way, or not, are not edited to the audience. I just use it as a challenge. Now, but now sometimes you can flip that too, where you can lean into the insecurity, or not lean into the insecurity, but lean into a surrender to that. That okay, nobody's going to understand this part. So let me, uh, let me just hurricane through this part, you know. Knowing that I will will have a landing pad, you know, I have landing pad lines, you know, a line that is, you know, that that people understand, right, or or understand enough, you know. So if I start off like, apparently, too much of San Francisco was not there in the first place, right? And this requires a little bit of a knowledge, you know, but it's not too it's not too psychedelic, you know what I mean? It's a political orientation for sure, but it's not like out there yet. But then it goes, this dream requires more condemned Africans. Now we're pushing. Or put another way, state violence rises down. Or still life is just getting warmed up. Or army life is looking for a new church and ignored all other suggestions. Or folk tale writers have not made up their minds as to who's going to be their friends. Now, definitely by still life and army life, by that still life and army life move, it, 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 here is here's the opportunity for the audience to abandon shit. But now, you know, so I can play it like I could I could stand by it and just at least show them like, nah, it's it's the oars that I'm that 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 it, this is just parallel, almost like running parallel metaphors at the same time, like or or like a, a visual a visualization of like let the page split into five and move forward. Or I could ironically <laughs> or, or, or or I could blaze through that knowing that after I say all that, the next line is this is the worst downtown yet. You see? So knowing that that landing pad, because that usually people, they, now they back to, we're back on the same page. Like, so apparently too much of San Francisco is not there in the first place. Blah, 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 blah. This is the worst downtown yet. So knowing that I'm going to land there, I can, you know, so that's another, there, there's there's another approach to, you know, when, 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 when the waters get like psychedelically murky. Um, but it's just really, I mean, there's, there's, there's like a thousand ways to, there's infinite ways to to play a poem and and that's what it, you know just kind of set to set gig to gig that's that's all I'm that's all I'm doing it's almost the, the which is like the most fun that's the best part of the poetry process is to then see how you know how the poem dances or how the poem dances tonight um that's all that's that's all that, that that's all reward. You know? <laughs> it's like if nobody else cares, I'm gonna be entertained. You know? <laughs> like, if, if no one else digs it, I'm gonna I'm gonna dig it, man. Uh, was there? I didn't know if you could hear my dogs barking. Uh, they just started going crazy. I had to. Anyway, I wanted to ask if if there was a learning curve, like a different. Uh, um, sorry, too many thoughts at once. Was performing your poems, did you have to sort of learn a new craft or did that just come hand in hand? If I was to guess, I think it was, um, I think it actually came from uh, not necessarily a spiritual evolution. Um, 
because it's it's a very uh, a ve- the very grounded practice of meditation. I think is what gave me the opportunity because it just like meditation just gives you way more space inside to deal with thought and to deal with energy. And so having more space or not being bogged down into the thought and into the energy or into the sensations that you're feeling, um, I was able to... um, I was able to to kind of wander into a performance style in which I basically just reset myself. Words, even it can be even one word at a time or one run at a time, one stanza at a time. I'm able to reset myself and deploy the various lines in a way they kind of do right by them. And also what happens when you're less attached um, to a thought, when you're willing to let it go, and when you're less attached to a persona or representative of said poem or a section of poem, and you're willing to let it go, the gaps actually have, um, it's like even more energy rises through those rises through those gaps. Mm-hmm. So while, yes, I, I mean, it all was completely improvised. I, I had no idea where th- things were going. I think it was just that kind of like that internal cultivation made these, um, made these discoveries, um, made these discoveries possible. Uh I, I won't keep you much longer because it's we've been going for a while. Um, I wanted to ask you. I mean, I could, uh, I would talk to you all day long if you would, but <laughs> um, I wanted. But I did want to ask you bec- how it was to grow up in to see trans- San Francisco transform the way it has because I've been visiting. San Francisco since the nineties. And I've, I mean, I would go and work for a couple of weeks and like, now you go and I'm just, you're like, if I, and I'm from a distance, how, yeah, how, yeah. How, how does, how has that been to deal with as somebody who's from there? Well, you know, as far as, you know, the, the, the kind of, you know, my immediate, like my, 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 my immediate psyche uh, or, or the, the the part of my mind that just is just keeps track of my years <laughs> is absolutely devastating all the time. <laughs> like the part of me that interprets life through my this this version as a sentient being is just in pain, you know, um, because you know gentrification is so violent. You know, and 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 there is like a very there's there's just this it's just a very disrespectful socialization, and it's not just like they really, you know, there there's almost like a a feudalism to it, and these new people really walk around like we're peasants or something. Or that we're, you know, we're definitely not, like, we're not even human beings. We're little characters. Um, and they just move through the city with so much 
disrespect and so much of the, of the like the 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 culture of the city. You know, I mean, it's just it, what what it shows too is like what the what the new cultural life shows is that actually it's not about your gifted people. It's not about your talented people. That's not what makes an art scene inspiring or or life-changing or revolutionary. It is the base. It is who you are performing for, who you are emerging from, who you are returning to, and that equation playing out even, you know, instantaneously in a relationship with an audience for you to actually jump out of if you look at your art as something that's actually jumping out of them and then being reabsorbed by them as they they take it in that's the equation that really you know that that make that, that gives that gives a place it's legendary renaissances and 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 um and it gives it its its reputation when that's gone it's 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 like it's like performing in a padded room or something. Um, to just and, and not to mention just like you know gentrification. It comes with a lot of extrajudicial killing. It comes with a lot of over incarceration. It, it it comes with it comes with grandmothers being ripped out of their homes. Like it's a very it's a very very violent um, experience. So you know it's not just that all oh, like sad that you know oh where I used to go no longer exists and who I used to go to are no longer here. It's also you know it's just a like a it's a it's a drier genocide. Um, that that uh, that's just you know that's painful, um, but at the same time, you know, just understanding that <laughs> we are on a lonely territory in the first place. <laughs> you know, I, I and and me not really being a fan of any. <laughs> of any municipality in an imperialist project, you know, there's also a kind of, uh, you know, in a way I'm not, I'm not, I'm not moved. Or there's a, you know, there's, it doesn't change the mandate, whether this was, you know, whether, whether this was, you know, the, the San Francisco of the 70s, the 80s, 60s, 50s, you throw me anywhere in the timeline and I'm going to say we need a revolution. <laughs> so the mandate stays the same regardless. Um, are you going to do more stuff with, I think his name's Chris Peak. I'm my handwriting so bad that I can't. Chris Peak. Oh, Chris, Chris Peck. Peck. That's how bad my handwriting is. Chris Peck. Um, there, there's, there's always, uh, there's always a potential, you know, we went to high school together. So. Oh Yeah. That's a that's a lifelong um, that's a lifelong relationship. Uh, right now, uh, we're we're working on different um, we're working on different stuff. But we used to you know long our, our our project long man. We used to call it like the victory lap man because it's just like it's it's the culmination. Like we both put in so much time respectively into our crafts when we connect. It's really just kind of. The, the joy of excess <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> uh, so, you know there's always you know he, he can always call me I can always call him and we could 
we could we could put a project together like that, you know. He's so and and he's he's so um not only like like he's so virtuosic. He he really has that um he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't move with the same um he doesn't he doesn't facilitate the same amount of energy as a Jimi Hendrix, but that he does have that kind of Hendrix um, access to just like infinite ideas as he's moving as he's moving along in the course of a solo or in the course of just uh, coming up with a song like he is like he is the river <laughs> so and and you know and I know how to I know how to pull my weight uh, with these with, with these words so um, you know like even our, our you know, I can go over there and just say a bunch of poems a cappella, and he'll build songs. In fact, uh, um, more than a few of of the of the songs um, or the musicalized poems on our Blue Phase uh, project, uh, I just came and laid a cappella uh, a cappella poems, and uh, and he built he built these amazing structures around them. So like, we don't have a specific project on deck, but that's always, you know, don't be surprised. <laughs> you know, if you appear with something new, you know, for example, that, 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 uh, that, that, the, the poem it's, it's titled church bell. Uh, there's a video for it right now. Beautiful video actually Great. done by another, uh, high school mate. Uh, Naftali, um, you know, yeah, that, that that was one where I that that was originally a cappella, and he built all he built all of that around uh, around that poem. So, yeah, that's that's a lifelong uh, that's a lifelong creative partnership, you know. Yeah, that's wild. I don't have. I mean, I have people I've worked with over the years, but that's. It's fucking deep roots. Yeah, man. And the cold part is like, I didn't, you know, I mean, well, they, they kind of were already on their path, man. I mean, you know, Chris, a virtuoso on that guitar from day one, he came like he was, a, I think, maybe even a preteen playing with the big, you know, playing with the bigs. Um but I wasn't really on anything. <laughs> I wasn't really into anything. And Naftali too was always like he was always into movie making. Like I didn't see him like shoot movies, but he was just like man, he was a man. You remember the the the, Ke the Kevin Bacon theory? Yeah. He could do. He, you give him any movie, like in high school, he could do that. He'd tell you exactly so and so was in so and so was in so and so who was in so and so with with Kevin Bacon. Like, <laughs> like, like he could do that. As like a freshman in high school. He'd walk around saying that. Like you give him any you give him anybody, he could do it. So but again, I was just sitting there <laughs> <laughs> talking to myself. Like what like what the hell is this? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> but 
well, I want to thank you again for uh, I've I was uh, very stoked to talk to you because I'm I'm a, I'm a fan. I, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it greatly. I got I just, just this the moment I heard your stuff, I was just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot articulate how great I think your work is. Um, when I put when I put this out, I'll put like I'll plug everything and books. If there's any links or anything, like I'll, I'll put links to the Bandcamp that's selling the record. And uh, what is best for pushing your books? Like the links from uh, City Lights or yeah, City Lights. City Lights would be um, City Lights for the two books and then um, I think uh, Small Press Distributors Okay, I'll, is, I'll make sure has the, has the link to my first book Someone's Dead Already so those is between City Lights and the Small Press Distributors I'll make sure that and we want you know we, we want to uh, plugs it's important to plug small press distribute because they they basically they they distribute books of small presses, <laughs> you know. What I mean? <laughs> but in a like in a, in a in a in a beautiful way, you know, they they really uh they really hold down um they really hold down the, the kind of small and mid sized press uh, landscape, which is really you know I, I think the best way poetry is facilitated. I, I think it's 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 best when it's published closer to the ground than um, than than by the bohemians. But um, yeah, those are the places. Do you? I, I I don't know if this is. Do you plan on like traveling and re- doing readings or anything in the near future? <laughs> Yeah, I'm. You know, I just did. I just did a gang of um, gigs in New York. Um, I go to Colorado on Sunday. I'm gonna be in Colorado for a week, mainly teaching. Though, um, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm getting around some. I'm. I'm definitely. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm down. I'm down to travel. I'm, I'm boosted. <laughs> <laughs> I follow your social. I just, if you come down to LA, but I think we're going to move the fuck out of California. Mm. I think I want, I, I'm not certain about this, but I think I want my daughters to have water in their future. Mm-hmm. Water is crucial. It's not looking so fucking, I don't know yeah. if it's different up there, but down here it's, I'm fucking, I'm nervous. Yeah, no, we're, we're pretty, we're insecure up here too. Oh man, man, it might be time to get out of these lines. <laughs> might be time. I don't know. It might be. It might be time to push on out the, the stars and stripes. Yeah, if I, I'm, I, I'm trying to see if I have uh, dual Irish citizenship because if I can get the fuck out of the country, I think I would. Man, I, I, I man, I, I got to. I'm blanking on his name, but I got to hang a little bit with the, um, with the 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 uh, uh, Irish, uh, like the main ambassador, man, from Ireland. Yeah, he's a, he's a poetry scholar, man. Uh, uh, among his, you know, among oh, his cool. he's a poet. He's like a poetry scholar and 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 and, and big, you know. And just a fan of poetry, and, and so he he visited San Francisco, and they called me up like, "Can you come meet him in the library?" And you know, 
And uh, man, he ended up like on video reading reading some um, some love poems by this Irish poet that I'm blanking on. But it gave me it gave me some really good ideas on how to on on, on how to get around a love poem because it was like really it was like it was really sweet but also humorous. But but in a way where the sweetness didn't interfere with the humor and the humor didn't interfere with the sweetness. It's like really, really well balanced. Because um, it was still an ode, you know, but it was like a down-to-earth ode, you know. Um, I, I I found it really interesting. But yeah, that cat was cool, man. <laughs> he was real cool. His wife was cool, <laughs> you know. Like he has to read poems in wherever he visits, like you know, yeah, that's cool. Did as poet yeah. laureate of San Francisco, do you have to meet or not have to, but is that part of the title meeting with uh, dudes like him? Nah, but that, that's how it came about, though. Yeah, that's how that, that's how that's that's what did the move, but nah, they they um. I haven't really, um, and even then, they just asked me if I would. I could, I could have said no. Um, no, nah, I, I really don't have any. Um, there's, there's really no, no, nothing I'm graded on. But, but, uh, <laughs> but that you know, there is kind of like the you know, I'm strongly encouraged to um, to put some kind of project together. You know. But, you know, it's tough, man. You know, pandemic too is, has been um, has, has made things kind of institutionally forgiving because you know people understand. I mean, I, I became poet laureate before there was a vaccine. You know, so it was just like all live from Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, not to, I was fine with life from Zoom. I'm like, oh, not leave my home. Okay, good. I don't know if that's my depression or what, but I'm I'm cool with it. Me too. I could do a lot. You know, there's a lot of because then too, it's like you know, you do the set and that's it. You don't have to like going to the mingling before the mingling after. You know, all that gets taken out is cool. Like actually, you know, come to find out, I had way more endurance. You know? <laughs> As a poet, give me ten gigs. I can do ten gigs in a day. Yeah, I used to perform, so that means I know that mingling before and after. And I don't. I have social anxiety, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, me too. I need chemicals to get me through, and I I, I don't do those anymore. So I. It right, 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 right. <laughs> Yeah. Take the booze and drugs out of my neuroses, and that's just, it's not pretty. You know, yeah, especially when it's like a high, like a high stakes gig, man, or, you know, like, like, you know, or like a, a, a like an uncharted territory, you know, like you find yourself in the great American music hall, right? And people, and you know, and it's and it's so much love, man. Like a lot of people, a lot of love for me showed up, and I just felt so bad because I was like, I can't talk to you right now. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? I'm like, man, I am very scared right now. <laughs> did, did they film that? 
Uh, I don't think if somebody did, it wasn't officially, but they recorded it. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was it was recorded. The audio is there, but I don't I don't think it was officially filmed. How many people people send me uh, little iPhone videos? But how many people does that seat roughly? Couple thousand? No, no, no. I'd say like five hundred. How did they go batch it when you came out? Uh, nah, 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 not all. Well, for, for as far as the poetry show goes, yes, I say, I say, definitely, definitely bonkers. You know, yeah, definitely bonkers. No, it was surreal, man. Man, yeah, I'll never. Uh, that's that's what I'm taking with me, man. Yeah, it's just. Uh... Did that ever enter into your head? Like, I'm going to play, I'm going to do my poetry. Never. Never, man. Never. You know, we're, we're kind of, um, we're kind of cousin, we're kind of a cousin craft to, to stand-up comedy, right? And those, like, the big specials are what comedians want. I think a lot of comedians agree that the best venue for us is in kind of like lower ceiling kind of tight you know spaces because when it's just when it's just conversation like you want the energy in you know it's like when it's just all this open space to fill up even if it's just subconscious like there's a little bit of a freak out like or it, it, it'll it'll push you outside of your kind of emotional game plan or what you know you're supposed to do like you know you're supposed to settle into yourself get yourself figure figure out where you are and then and then start building around that but when you just step out and there is this abyss to fill up, it'll put you, it'll, it'll push you past like where you are. It'll have you, um, moving, um, uh, moving physically. Um, and, and it'll have you trying to fly in the altitude. You don't actually have the, you don't actually have the energy for like, you don't like the engine isn't awake yet. It's, it's like, you know, you're trying to go a hundred miles an hour in two seconds. Like it's not, you, you this is not, the, this is not what cars do, you know? So, so it, 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 it um, but, but man, you know, kind of just like leaning on the musicians though, not, not in that, not, not actually, not that, that, um, like, okay, the musicians will fill the room for you. I mean, they do, but, but psychologically what the, what the music does or what the musicians do is give you a room within the room to take care of yourself in. Were they playing while you were up there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, cool. yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know if it was like. They opened up oh, the show. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Oh no, I, yeah, no. Nah, I, I, man, I, I brought, I brought, I brought my big cousins to the fight. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah from Fake Fruit's been on my podcast, and she's so. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, she's, oh, she's a killer. Nah, it, it wasn't. Uh, they, they did their own set, but I brought, I brought some musicians on with me. Um, uh, some killers, man. Um, Jazz Sawyer on drums, 
uh, David Yule on bass, David Boyce on saxophone, and a, a vocalist, Valerie Trout. Um, and they're just like alien samurai. <laughs> Are you? I'm guessing you're going to release that then, right? I don't know if the quality is is uh, is is. I don't know. You know. I don't know if the quality of the recording. I mean, I know it was recorded, but see, I, I, I've done. I actually did a live recorded album with just myself and a percussionist that will probably be released uh, later this year. Um, and when we did that, like the sound setup, like was all it was. You know, it was a whole Star Trek production. And I didn't see any of that set up on this gig. So I don't know if it was, like, <laughs> captured the same way. Like, I mean, it was just, it, I mean, like, captured the like to the point where every aspect of, of myself and the percussionist, it was like, it's all mixable, you right. know. I, I, I'm not sure. I, I think what was recorded was just kind of like the the overall unit. Of, of output um but but um we are talking about Sonny and I are talking about taking the same uh people and, and put and putting something together oh cool for, for, for next for next album they need they, some somebody needs to make a poetry show like there should be a poetry tv show Man, it should be. It should be. I tried to talk to a friend of mine about it, but I don't know. Industry, I don't know. Well, you know, if I've learned anything, it's actually to stay, you want to stay behind, um, stay behind your, or stay, stay under moment to moment, like second to second, even when going through a set, like, you want to stay actually a little bit under your full your fullest potential. That's how the whole thing moves. Um, and so you know, let it come how it comes. Comes when it <laughs> comes when it's supposed to come. You know, you don't want to you don't want to uh, you know blow an engine. You know, trying to make something happen that all the rest of the conditions are are not ready for. That would that would be groovy though. Because again, there's an army man. There, there's really <clears throat> there are some brilliant there are some brilliant brilliant writers right now, and and people are really not uniform as well. I think that's one of the things that's interesting about the current poetry landscape. Like people are doing brilliant things, but really different things, um, and, and really have something for all. I mean, you know. I mean, if somebody were ever to do a poetry show, like you could really let me just—I don't know what, what, who, who—I don't know what you call the position that goes and gets the talent. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I could get, I could, man, I could bring you a hundred killers, man. We could definitely do uh, fifty episodes. I could fill fifty episodes up for you. Who are some poets out there that you think what name should be out there that you like? Aja Monet, Mahogany Brown, uh, Jive Poetic, uh, Laylee Long Soldier, uh, T. 
to him back. What's his last name? Jess, Terrence Hayes. Um, you know, man, it, there's, there's, I mean, there's so many killers just that I know uh, uh, locally. Um, you know, the whole little, you know, James Cagney. Uh, shoot, man, Eric, Patricia Smith is 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 um you know you can you can drop Patricia Smith any it's another one. you can drop her off anywhere in the timeline <laughs> she's and she's uh she's blowing minds man you know yeah I learned of her from Luis Rodriguez do you know Luis Rodriguez yeah yeah, yeah. A- Willie per- Willie Perdomo you know. Is 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 also man. Oh man, what's the cat's name? I'm blanking on his name. He just became the poet laureate of Dallas, I believe. Dallas or Austin or something like that. And uh I'm blanking on his name. He come from the slam world and he was just like off the chain. You know, uh man, Saul Williams is still off the chain. I mean, I know he's you know, he just uh what what is it? Neptune Frost, he just put a new film out. Um, so I know he does a million things, but you, you let him dust off the guns, he'll come kill you know, he'll, he'll kill it too. Saul Williams. <laughs> um man. Joyce Lee, one of my partners in crime, she's a killer. I think she's about to have a book with Grey Wolf Press. Um. Oh, what's the kid that, that that what's the kid that wins everything? Oh, he's got the Pulitzer, and he got he got a few things. Oh, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, an, a, a, another kid, Justin Phillip Reeds. He won a National Book Award at like 27 or something like that. Yeah, man. He he got this book, man. That's off the hook. Yeah, all over, all over the place. You know, Brenda Hillman, <clears throat> she's out here, but uh, she, 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 uh, you can find her anywhere on the planet. Uh, uh, getting down, she, she was, she's really mind blowing. Um, yeah, man, we're, 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 we're out there, and that's not to mention, you know. Shoot, a scribe called Quest down there in New Orleans. You know, there's so many regions. You just open it up, man. Cats are walking on water. You know, because there's no commercial viability, or there hasn't been much commercial viability. So it's just like it's less diluted. You know, so people really just come strong. You know, and it's you know it's like populated by you know more righteous people. These these various scenes, yeah, man. Will Alexander, OG from uh, from Los Angeles. Uh, he got a new book actually coming out with City Lights called uh, the I think it's Divine Blue Light. It's like uh, for John Coltrane. Um, that cat is bonkers. Yes, yeah, a lot of brilliant people. Well, thank you very much. I, I, I like seriously. I would fucking sit here all day and talk to you, or listen because you're smarter and I need to learn. <laughs> <laughs>
Nah, man, I think that's about it, man. That's about all. I think my, you know, that's about all that's on my mind, man. That's <laughs> that. <laughs> Uh, well, this will be out. I'll put this out Thursday, this upcoming oh. Thursday. Oh wow, wow, wow! A uh, week, uh, uh, the Thursday next week. Right on, yeah. right on. Yeah. I I have sometimes if I don't know. Sometimes I feel more of an urgency to put out one episode over the others. I always have okay. a few going, but I just really want to put this out because I because I like what you say. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you have. A, Appreciate you hanging with the poets and taking a break from the musicians hanging with the poets. <laughs> I, you know, I used to be, it used to not be solely music, the podcast. Mm. And so I've been kind of t- wondering uh, about going back, because I used to do a lot of political activists and it was a mix. It'd be musicians, authors. It was a yeah. mix of things. Like I've, I had like some of, some of the old school 60s revolutionaries on, like Mark Rudd from the Weather Underground. Mm-hmm. Some of them and and uh, Ruth, uh, fuck, no, now I'm flaking on her. Ruth, Ruth, Ruth Weiss, who was a when I interviewed her, she was ninety, and she was she was actually she's from Germany, but she was a poet from and she was like around Kerouac and those dudes in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Crazy story, like she escaped Nazi Germany, and we went up to her house up outside up north of San Francisco. 90 still at it and fucking chain smoking yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe it yeah yeah still at it yeah that's how those revolutionaries are man <laughs> they don't turn off man I know I couldn't believe it and she was like you know 90 she's fucking just quick and chain smoking and right. Right, right. drinking which I don't I'm right. impressed man some people just have that body that just won't quit like, that's the wrong saying, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> man, look, if I make it to 90, man, I'm definitely going out smoking. <laughs> Bringing it back, man. I'm it back, man. Yeah, I mean, maybe if I hit 92, I'll be like, all right, I'm going to start drinking again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Shout out to me. <laughs> All right, man, I'll email you when this goes up and sh- let you know. And I-, I might have some questions about, uh, you know, links and stuff. If if I do, I'll reach out. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. But I'll try I'll to find it. it without bugging you. Okay, right on. All right. Have a good one. All right. All right thanks, bro. Bye. The cop in the picket line is a hardworking rookie. The sign in my hands is getting more and more laughs. It says the picket line got cops in it. I can take care of those windows for you if you want, but somebody else got to go inside your gas tank. It was clear to the man.